Now, were we going to talk to Gavin Finlay, Helen? This is the CEO of New Zealand Food Network, a new charity that opened in July uh, in a bid to address food poverty from the COVID-19 pandemic. They've got a huge team behind them, and goodness knows the demand is phenomenal. The New Zealand Food Network will be delivering food to more than 650 frontline community groups across the country, feeding 15,000 people as this Christmas will be tougher than usual for a lot of New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand Food Network CEO Gavin Finlay joins me now. Merry Christmas, Gavin. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, Carrie, and good morning to you. Good morning. Now, how is this going to operate? How is how do you differentiate between yourselves and, say, food banks? Carrie, where there's, there's um, opportunities for very large uh, donations of surplus food or um, food that's just not quite able to be sold. In the past, uh, food banks, etc., haven't been able to take those big, big volumes. We've we've oh. set up a, a, an entity to be able to, when you've got hundreds of pallets or tens of tonnes of produce to, that just can't quite make the market for whatever reason, we've been set up to, to ensure that that does not go to landfill. So solving the, the environmental issues of, of food in landfill. And then also ensuring that those that are struggling for whatever reason, and there's a few of them this year, um, can can take access to that good nutritious food. Oh, fantastic! I see. So yes, it's just on the on the quantities of scale that you are able to ensure that the food gets distributed to people so that they can manage it. Got some really really strong partners uh, up and down the, the country. From a we determine them as, as food hubs. So. Yep organizations that are big enough to take big pallets of product and can store it they've then got the reach out into the community to smaller food banks and frontline organizations so we're really trying to get this spider web of of connection from um food surplus because new zealand produces an enormous amount of food uh, way more than than the country can actually uh, consume itself and connect that where it's not able to be sold into the communities that are in need throughout the whole of uh, the country from uh, from the deep south to, to the far north. Wow. So what sort of food food stuffs are we talking about that would otherwise be going to waste? Um, unfortunately, humans are part of the supply chain and we kind of make mistakes every now and then. Yeah. So um, if, if our best before date has been put down wrong or a, an ingredient isn't quite right in the, in the production cycle, uh, that food can't be sold because it doesn't represent, you know, um, the, the legalities of being able to sell to the public. So right. it's still perfectly good for human consumption. Yeah. Um, where you've got not humans now have become um, obsessed with both perfection and choice, mm-hmm. certainly in the fruit and vegetable space. So. Um, I know there's some really good initiatives in the, the retail side around the ugly bunch or the you know the, the ugly fruit market, but but we still want that perfection and choice, so that creates a, an excess of product that's still perfectly good to consume. Mm. So we work with all that, and um, and a lot of the really good food donors are are now starting to donate product. They realise there is an issue from our food security in certain uh, areas of the, the, the country and they're really coming to the party and helping us with donations as well as the surplus. Okay, so you're going into all sorts of groups like Grandmothers in Gisborne who have a community service. And Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they're, a, they're a, a, an example of a, a really committed 
passionate um, group of people who recognise that in their own communities they just need some help. What we want to do is ensure that they've got enough food that they can then distribute out. Um, so whether it be you know little community groups or larger groups like the City Missions or Salvation Army, EWE organisations are creating, for what are better words, super marae that then can they can distribute into their local marae and out into the communities to community groups, um, food rescue organisations themselves. So uh, we're starting to come together as a sector to ensure that we, our moniker is getting food to where it's needed most. Yep. And that's exactly what we want to try and do. I see Generation Ignite and Grey Lynn have seen a 147% increase in demand for their services over the last six months. Yeah, that's um, that's pretty indicative. Actually, it's up about 200% across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, most organisations, some like the St Vincent de Paul, who would normally do 100 to 150 parcels per week, are now doing in the mid 400s. Um, down in uh, Queenstown, uh, Kiwi Harvest down in Queenstown, I've seen a 400% rise in demand for their services. Wow. There are particular areas that have been hit harder because of the type of industry that they rely on. So obviously Queenstown being a tourism and a service sector industry and service wages are, are you know, they're, they're generally hovering around that minimum wage and just above. Whenever that gets cut, People then have to make a choice. What what do I need to pay? And mm. and what we want to be able to do is work with the local organisations to ensure food is not an issue for them if they need our help. So how do people apply to you if they want to be a part of the network or if they want to donate food or if they want to I don't know, help put the hampers together? Well, we, um, we the hampers are on their way, Kerry. Right, oh, of course they, they are. Yeah, yes, it's 18th yeah, of December. We, yeah. uh, we, um, we had a fantastic uh, couple of days, Monday and Tuesday, with a whole heap of corporate volunteers and individuals helping us put these uh, three and a half, four thousand parcels together to distribute up and down the country. Um, and, and that's partnered with Anchor, who were really keen to to help us um, help feed, you know, a particular portion of New Zealand who, you know, who who need our help this Christmas, and and to give them just something that little bit special to make them feel part of the everyday life that uh, Kiwis go through at Christmas time. So, um, you know, on on both our, our website, uh, the New Zealand Food Network website, and the Anchor website, the Christmas appeal is there, so people can help and and whatever you know um, help they can give, we we're more than more than uh, happy to, to use that to, to help Kiwis help other Kiwis. And you'll be continuing, of course, throughout the year, yes? Yes, we are. This is actually the first year that, as a, as a sector that, that we're actually staying open over Christmas. It seems a, a, a dilemma that, obviously, Christmas is a time of, of celebration and you would think that you know, it, there'll be more need, but... A lot of these frontline charities, the five, six hundred throughout, they do enormous work throughout the year, and and historically they've given a little break to their their people over that yeah. time. This year, everybody's just dug deep and said, "No, where we can, we will stay open and we'll help." And um, so, both um, the New Zealand Food Network and the food rescue organisations that we deal with, like Kiwi Harvest and Kaibosh and the City Missions, are actually staying open to to help those who. Um, uh, who need help? Yeah, because January is often a tough time when the bills come in for Christmas, and 
People yeah, well, uh, yeah, we don't know where the new norm is going to be, mm-hmm. um, but you know, as I said before, you know, roughly double pre-COVID is is kind of what we are thinking and what we are seeing. So, um, we'll just dig deep, and and you know, if people can help out uh, in whatever way, you know, I, I I think we should as a country. We've we're, we've shown what we can do as a country during COVID and how we've mm-hmm. been able to to manage that and and kind of eradicate it or eliminate it now we need to come together a country to help those who have been really affected by it and uh, and we're really you know really blown away by the the food donors help uh, the likes of anchor and fonterra and tng fresh with the, the food hubs uh, throughout the country who are just uh, digging deep and then um, you know we'll, we'll get through it we'll get through it and uh, but we'll always we'll always be there to help those who need help Gavin, thank you so much and have a wonderful Christmas. Gavin Finlay, CEO of New Zealand Food Network.